Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey, before we start today's episode, I wanted to let you know that Another round of the MFR Coaches Group Program is going to be starting in January, and I would love to see you there, and I'd also love for you to be able to take advantage of the special early bird bonuses that I'm going to be offering. So head on over to my website, themfrcoach.com, and get on the waiting list email so you don't miss a thing. See you later, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am so excited and ready to talk to you all today about how we talk about the value of what is possible with MFR. It's easy to be instantly overwhelmed by all of the details and cool facts about fascia and what can happen when you get treated by a skilled MFR therapist. It is just as easy to take a breath skip over those details and talk about what results are possible for your client so that they know exactly why they want to buy MFR sessions from you. Lots of people out there are looking for the quickest, easiest, cheapest fix to their problem. And I want to offer that we just need to educate our clients on why that isn't a great idea. We as MFR therapists are nothing if not massive problem solvers, but which problems do we even solve? And I think a lot of times when we ask this question out loud to a group of MFR therapists, they like instantly go blank. They're like, I don't know. I don't even know what I do, right? It's the fascia, it's the cross-hand releases, it's the piezoelectric response, you know, like all of this like educational garbage dump starts to happen within our brains, but let's keep it simple. We stop unexplained pain. We get people back to living the life that they were meant to live. We make it possible for your knee not to hurt. You know, one of my favorite stories that I just heard recently was a family member of mine got MFR for the very first time. And I actually gave her her first treatment and then referred her out to someone that she lives nearby. And so she's had several treatments now. And she said to me, she's like, Heather, I have not had this much relief from my pain in over 15 years. I just accepted that that's how I was going to feel for the rest of my life. And I have to tell you, hearing stories like that gives me the best goosebumps and the most happiness just to know like how life-changing is that for someone, right? They've lived the last 15 years of their life in this, you know, amount of pain, walking unstable, like hobbling and limping along, not even knowing that a solution was possible. And when I first treated her, she was on her way to needing an MRI for her knee, had all this unexplained pain, you know, and was totally going to have surgery. Treated her once and her knee pain went away to the point where she's like, oh yeah, I can see that this is connected to my pelvis and like 
how having an MRI on my knee is not going to actually tell me anything. You know, like she was able to make decisions that saved her thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and surgery. Now, is surgery needed sometimes? Yes, obviously. And people should make decisions that are their decisions, whether or not to have that MRI or whatever. I told her, you know, use your best judgment. If, if you want to get an MRI and rule surgery out, like by all means, go ahead and do that. And if you feel like your symptoms have resolved and you're getting the help that you need, you know, continue on with treatment. Either way, don't stop getting MFR. So she has not stopped getting the MFR. And I just love that she no longer has to accept that pain in her life. It's our job to let everyone know what is possible with MFR so that our patients and our clients can make the decisions that are best for themselves. And if they don't completely understand what is possible and we don't educate them enough, they cannot make a good decision, right? They're going to make a decision based on quicker, faster, cheaper, harder, stronger. I don't want to have to be involved, right? So let's brainstorm and get answers to the problems that you solve. Get so familiar that you can no longer be confused about what you do or who you help. I'm always so curious when people look for quick solutions to long-term problems. Why does it have to be quick? Sometimes just asking that allows for space so you can educate someone more fully so that you can inform them more on what is possible for them. Imagine all of those one of clients who didn't think MFR worked for them because they only gave it one try. What if you didn't allow for that anymore? You change your expectation for your clients because you don't want to put your name on incomplete work, but you'd love to have your name all over the work with a client who succeeded. The only difference is the time spent in treatment and proper expectations on both the client and the therapist. Now, I know you're probably thinking, but I can't control how many times my clients come to see me. And I just want to offer you, yes, you can. You just have to change your client concept. You have to like your reasons behind the decisions that you make in your business that serve your clients fully. Does serving a bunch of one-off clients serve them? And I would just argue that it doesn't. I no longer want my name on one-off patients. I was just talking this last week when I was in Las Vegas, talking to my friend, Erin, who is an OT MFR therapist. And she was saying that she no longer accepts patients that aren't willing to see her for a minimum of 12 sessions close together. And I was like, yeah, yes. Like that is an awesome, awesome requirement. She's like, I don't have time to see people that aren't interested in getting better. Yes. Like we can all decide that. Imagine the outcomes for those patients that are required to be seen 12 times versus the patients that make a decision after one treatment that MFR isn't helping them. What are they giving up by making that decision? What are they basing it on, right? We put so much pressure on ourselves to heal people quickly and to get them back to their lives with no downtime, right? Like just come in and have one treatment. You'll be better. It's not true. I mean, yes, there are those miracle clients that feel instantly better, but how much better do they feel after 12 or more sessions or six or more sessions, right? It doesn't really matter the amount that you require. It's just the time that you have to spend with those patients, educating them and letting them know what is possible for them 
And if you have them for six, 12, 18 treatments, they're already dedicated to that. That is the container and the space you have to create more education for them, more treatment, more results, better outcomes. So I just want to present this out there into the MFR world. How brilliant is it to treat people more, to lead with the expectation that it's going to be more treatment, that this is an ongoing thing, that this isn't a quick fix? Yeah, you'll probably feel better quickly, but imagine how much better you feel six, 10, 12, 18 sessions in. Imagine. Some people will not sit still long enough to imagine that for themselves, or they just can't because they're like, blah, 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 but I need to be, I need to be done. I need to be out of here quickly. I don't have time for this. You either make the time or you don't make the time. It is that simple of a decision. And I just want to vote for all of you out there that you get to decide which kind of patients you attract into your business. You are not at the mercy of people that are just willing to pay you. You can attract the patients that you want to see. High quality patients that are determined to get better, that want to be there for multiple visits, that want to work with you, that want to understand, that want to know what is possible for them. That is available for all of us therapists, no matter if you've had MFR1 only or you're a seasoned therapist, whoever you are out there, that is possible for you. You just have to call your people in. And when you know these policies and you have these expectations set up in advance, those are the people that are going to show up. You no longer have to worry about if they're going to pay your price or be bought into your system. You don't worry about it because of course they are. Those are the only people you'll see. You don't have to worry about the other people. Stop being the therapist in a sprint to the result. The pressure and the mentality with that is going to lead to disappointment, resentment, and clients giving up before they get the results that are possible. So All I'm asking for is for you to consider this. Consider what is possible for you in your practice when you become the MFR therapist whose expectation is that people are coming for continual treatment. The therapist that takes off the pressure to perform and create miracles in one to two to three to four to five, six treatments. What if you took all of that pressure off because you're talking about how many treatments it's going to take from the beginning? You're like, It's a minimum of 12. That's the starting point. My mind is blown. And I'm sure some of you are like very resistant to this and thinking like, oh, I can't do that. My patients would never do that. What about the ones that will? Mind blown. So MFR therapists, go out there, meet people, tell them you're an MFR therapist and make offers to help them and then have awesome packages or treatment plans or plans of care available for them so that they can get the results that are possible for them if they stay in treatment. Stop making it a sprint. It's okay to be a marathon. Like we have the whole rest of our lives to live and people that are getting MFR are leading better lives. So why wouldn't they want to keep doing it, right? Okay. If you'd like more help with your MFR business, I would love to help you with that. So go ahead and get on my waiting list for my group coaching program. That's going to be released soon for the sign up for the January cohort. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks for listening and have a great week. And I'll see you next time on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. 
Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.